But first, in case you haven't heard, the longest government shutdown in U.S. history is over. The Office of Management and Budget made that official late Friday night. Notice came after President Trump signed a three-week continuing resolution into law, giving Congress and the White House just three weeks to negotiate a border security deal and funding for all of the agencies that it didn't fund in the first place. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to talk about federal employees as they go back to work and when they can expect to get paid. And we'll get to that pay issue. It's not going to be on your chair when you get in. But before we do, I guess you could say this didn't really come as a surprise to the Office of Management and Budget because this was hinted at for the several hours, a couple days really, before the actual acts of Congress and then the presidential signature. So they were kind of ready with instructions. What are the instructions agencies are giving their employees over the weekend, Nicole? Well, the notice came from acting OMB Director Russell Vogt, uh, late Friday night, and it you know was a very very prompt memo. It said the government is now open. Employees who were on furlough due to lack of appropriations should return to work. You should reopen your offices as fast as you possibly can. And we appreciate you know everything everything that you do, and we're sorry for the inconvenience that this probably caused you. So a really brief memo from OMB. But previously on Friday, OMB had actually put out a checklist for agencies to kind of get everything back in order as they were preparing to reopen. And that suggested, you know, the first priority being paying federal employees, making sure they have enough staff to support payroll processes, uh, payroll processes, uh, benefits questions, other support related questions that might come up, making sure they have enough people to get the uh, physical access back up and running to the federal buildings, making sure IT is in order. And then for contractors, you know, OMB is suggesting that they possibly queue invoices for accepted and non-accepted work to get those payments back up and running as quickly as they can. Maybe identify what's high priority for contracts and what might be lower priority. So the OMB gave a variety of suggestions for agencies. But the bottom line for furloughed federal employees is, look, if you're scheduled to come in on Monday and there isn't a government shutdown, you better come in on Monday at the time that you usually would. And so, you know. Let's get everything back to normal, basically. Sure. And I guess we can presume that some people were working over the weekend to yes. get ready for the Monday morning rush, if you will. Yes, we can absolutely assume that. Of course, there are people, there are plenty of federal employees who work, you know, part of their normal schedule is working over the weekend. So it was clear that, you know, once there was a deal in place late Friday afternoon, the Senate and House passed that bill as quickly as they possibly could, unanimous consent in the Senate and voice vote in the House so that the president could sign quickly and OMB could get this notice out the door. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicole Grisco and payment. When can federal employees expect to actually get that check? So it'll be a different answer for different people. So if your pay checks are processed by the National Finance Center, the word that we heard from them was no later than January 31st, which is this Thursday. The Coast Guard has estimated it'll take them three to five business days to process pay for military members. Actually, NFC handles pay for civilian workforce at the Coast Guard. So if you're military, probably three to five days. If you are civilian at the Coast Guard, at least by Thursday. We haven't yet heard from the Interior Business Center or from the General Services Administration, which also processes pay for federal employees. But I think the general consensus is sometime this week. So no one's going to walk into their office and there's going to be a check 
on their chair. I highly doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) But they will get paid this week, I guess, and maybe that's good enough to convince creditors and people they owe money to, perhaps, that, yeah, 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 it's really coming. Right. And the other thing that we should expect pretty quickly, I think, from the Office of Personnel Management is more guidance on exactly what that retroactive pay will look like. They've said previously that you would be paid at your standard rate of pay if you were furloughed. And if you were working during this shutdown without pay, you will, you'll receive pay for the hours that you worked. The other issue that we have yet to resolve here is leave. So this was a huge question for people who were working during the shutdown. Could they take off? Could they take off without getting you know penalty, basically? And the answer was yes, they could. And so OPM will will likely come out with more guidance as to specifically how this is going to work. And there were also some issues with health insurance and that sort of thing. So I would expect more from OPM, um, you know, perhaps even later today. Sure. But the point is they're not making federal employees wait till the next paycheck would come around. They are absolutely not waiting. And that was set into law in the Government Employee Fair Treatment Act, which President Trump signed uh, a week or so ago at this at this point now, which said that payroll providers needed to get these checks out the door, regardless of when the next pay period would be. And I spoke to some federal employees over the weekend, and of course, they're happy to be going back, but they are cautious about in their optimism because it is only a three-week CR. It's not right. really a resolution of the underlying political fight that has been going on. So what can they expect, do you think, ahead? Well, that is the million-dollar question, and I think that the sense that this could just be simply temporary was expressed by many of the federal unions. You know, they came out on Friday once the deal was evident and said, look, we're happy about this, but we really want to, you know, urge caution because this is only three weeks. And, you know, they made the point that in many cases, the uh, White House and Congress could have reached a deal like this back on December 22nd. So really remains to be seen. But I think what's interesting here is a few other bits and pieces to this, which are pay and not just retroactive pay, but pay for the rest of 2019. So late Friday, several House Democrats introduced a 2.6% pay raise for civilian federal employees that actually matches what the military is making right now in 2019. And that bill already is scheduled in the House Rules Committee tomorrow. So they are trying to move this quickly. And if anything, they might be trying to move this as quickly as they can because that the bill says that the uh, pay raise would be retroactive to January 1st. So not only might you see back pay, but you might see a little bit more pay than you might have otherwise. We were talking, you know, does the Senate have a chance of passing this? And, you know, they might, considering what federal employees have been put through over the past 35 days. Nothing like a guilty conscience to move lawmakers to grant a pay raise. (laughs) Well, that doesn't happen in the private sector, so maybe uh, this will put that shine back on public sector employment. And, of course, there's the lawsuit filed by Heidi Barakowitz and several other lawyers. Same courtroom, same judge as the last time. And so that back pay lawsuit could happen fairly quickly because presumably the legal principles were settled in the 2013 suit. And as Ms. Barakowitz told me, the government is getting better at knowing how to figure out what each individual's back pay was And that was helped a little bit by the fact that this particular shutdown started at the beginning of a normal work week on a Monday. In some ways, that makes it easier to calculate. Yes. And the American Federation of Government Employees on Friday encouraged accepted employees to uh, join the class action lawsuit. Several other employee unions are essentially arguing the same thing. 
The National Treasury Employees Union, interestingly enough, um, withdrew their second lawsuit. So they had a similar one to the AFGE Fair Labor Standards Violation Challenge. But they issued another one and they've since withdrawn that because we now have, you know, a deal in place. Although, who knows? This could come up again in three weeks. We'll, well see. Well, we'll either be here then or we won't in the same situation. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her ongoing coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.